Hi. I am here a day earlier than normal because I got stuff to talk about. Um, as you can tell from the title of whatever I titled this episode, um, I want to talk about what it's really like when, like, repressed or suppressed, whatever you want to call them, memories, trauma memories, come back. Uh, I haven't talked about anything with me, like, personally. In a few weeks, I've been talking about, like, other bigger concepts, um, but this has happened this week, and I feel like this is knowledgeable or, like, good information for people to know, um, because there's a lot of, like, kind of back-and-forth stuff when people talk about these sort of memories and what they are and what they mean or how they work or what they yeah there's what I'm trying to say is so you know the the whole idea there is that like people could be making up um like suppressed or repressed memories of especially sexual abuse from your childhood uh like there's this whole idea that people could do that or that like therapists could do that that therapists could like put ideas into your mind during like EMDR sessions or something like that um I hate that that is still a thing not only for the obvious reason that it like gaslights a lot of victims where we constantly question our own memories more than we already do (laughs) because like like plot twist no no one who remembers these things wants this to be true we basically go bend ourselves backwards and twist ourselves into knots usually for years on end to try to make things not make it not true because no one wants to think that someone did something like that to you especially as a child especially somebody that you're related to or a family friend or something you know somebody close to you um but it's also horrible because it was started by an organization of men who just wanted to find a way to like discredit their children (laughs) like literally the entire idea was started by this organization i forget what they're called but if you've read the book the body knows the score they mention it in the book and you can probably google this sort of stuff and it will eventually come up but i just don't feel like doing it right now but they basically started this like organization that like went around trying to get people to talk about this idea that like therapists could like implant memories of sexual abuse in children's minds and they would believe that it was true but it wasn't true and blah 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 blah. and the reason why this group of men were doing that is because they had all been accused by their children of sexually abusing them (laughs) literally and they didn't want to take accountability and they were people in some sort of position of power and so they made this group to try to like start this whole campaign and it like got talked by enough by enough people that like it became like this thing now that's in society that like people question um if you get like if you have like a breakthrough not even in therapy but in like when you're in therapy even if it's not like in the actual room people use that idea to question their own memories and wonder if this is real or not and it's all there because it's 
because of dicks who were trying to cover up the fact that they were abusing their kids and they like couldn't come out and just say that they're liars because that would obviously make them look horrible so they did this instead so I feel like because of that I see so many comments on social media of people especially people new into fit going through like the whole thing of therapy of being afraid that if they do MDR their therapist is gonna like um, implant memories in their mind or like make or like make them think that something is real or not or whatever but like the only thing I can tell you when it comes to that is that if your therapist is certified to do EMDR which if if it doesn't have it listed on their website you can just ask them um, but and they'll tell you like therapy is one of the very few things where you can ask your therapist literally any questions at all under the face of the planet that and they have to they'll answer you because they want you to be comfortable um like if your therapist doesn't want to answer that question that's a huge red flag because usually therapists uh, spend especially trauma therapists spend a lot of time just building up trust with their client um but if they're certified with emdr they're not going to do anything like that like any like therapist who knows what they're doing especially trauma therapists they're not going to start they're not going to make you talk about anything that's any of your specifics of your trauma unless um, it's like helpful because it's something that is like impeding your life now. Like the therapist that I have now will have me talk about um, or like I'll talk about specific memories or she'll ask me what they mean because whatever the memory I'm telling her that whatever that is is affecting me in the present I'm like remembering that it's like coming up and like um making me dissociate or it's like affecting how I talk to people because I don't trust people because of this thing that happened in the past or something that happened in the past is affecting the relationship that I have for instance with like my sister or the idea of like be trying to find new friends is terrifying because of whatever else or just you know all those different sort of things that's the only time things like that really come up in therapy they don't want to like just make you tell them like all of these traumatic things one after another unnecessarily like they're because that's just re-traumatizing a person um, that's not helpful, like, tell, making somebody tell you, tell them your traumatic memories is the op, it's like the polar opposite of helpful, you should share those things when you feel like you can, and, like, you can talk about, like, tell your therapist, like, the kind of trauma and things that you went through, which is why you need their help, without ever being, like, super specific about it, so anyway, that was a tangent, but that, I feel like that's important, because there's a lot of, like, um, just people unsure about all this sort of stuff. And it makes me really mad to know that the reason why most of the time people are unsure about that is because people are just uneducated and because of the scary idea that a bunch of abusers came up with that are still affecting our society today. Um, so, yeah. So when I even say, like, suppressed or repressed memories, I say both because people call them different words. Um... And it's one of those things that will come up because people will be like, oh, I heard having like a repressed memory is actually really rare and blah, blah, blah. And so it, 
I don't know what else to call them besides saying that they're like repressed memories because that's usually the word that people use for them but it's not ever um it's never the way that people I think people have in their mind like I feel like I feel like a lot of times people think that when you have traumatic memories like this that you just like are going through your day and you feel great like going through your life and you're normal and fine and and then all of a sudden out of nowhere like the memories just like plop into your lap and you're just like what the fuck is this and are horribly traumatized by it um it's not exactly that there's it's really hard and complicated to try to describe like the brain of someone who's been through like trauma especially when you're a child like this sort of stuff even if you haven't been through sexual abuse like I have um there's always usually traumatic memories from that sort of abuse when you're a kid and it's it's more almost like a it's kind of like a swinging door like some of the time you're very aware of things and then the other times you're not like there's by that I mean like there's always these memories that are like in your mind um that are really vague usually they're really they're usually really fuzzy um and they're usually like a little bit it's like almost like you're remembering half of a memory um like you have a memory up until a certain point and then it stops and you don't know like what happens after that moment but you remember things from before then and so you kind of know always that like something isn't completely right that there's like something else that happened there um but you don't really know what the thing is, but you just always have this kind of feeling that it's, like, not something great. Um, That's a lot of times, I think, why a lot of us end up going to therapy is that's why I, like, I didn't tell myself that's why I was going when I first went, but I think, like, somewhere inside of me, that's why I started going, because I had always had, like, a couple, like, a few memories like that, Um, and I knew that there was, like, gigantic gaps in my life that I didn't remember, and the things that I did remember weren't that great and were confusing and kind of scary, and I wanted to know what that would mean, and I was, and I knew that if you go back to therapy, there's a chance that, like, like, part of the whole process is that when you start to go back, you start getting some of, like, those memories start to come back, and so I wanted to know, like, I was honestly tired of always wondering what these things meant I wanted to do something that would make them so I would at least know because it's I feel like every person gets to a point where like the like curiosity or like the fear of like the curiosity and like the need to know what these things mean outweighs like the like absolute mind-numbing fear of what what that could actually lead to um so I wanted just to say that to start that like it's not like these are like brand new things that have like never that you've never remembered before um a lot of the time they're kind of like continuations of things from like you have a memory stop that stops at a certain place and then you'll get like little like, little bits and pieces that will come back of, like, 
something that happened after that moment or after like certain memories that you do have from that time that will almost like fill in the gaps of um of what was going on and so um the other stuff I wanted to talk about is just kind of like the weird I'm not gonna act like it's not weird the weird process of when you do get those memories when those memories are coming back um because it does happen when you work through things in therapy because one of the things that's like I don't know if frustrating is the right word but it's just kind of the how it is but it's always kind of a back and forth feeling is that the more you go to therapy the more you work through things um and make progress the more like memories will be like unlocked in your mind because in your mind like all of the things that happen to us in our lives is up there somewhere but our brain is protecting us from a lot of what it is because they it it knows that we can't handle all of that like that's why we have such like big gaps in our memories or certain things are just like not there because it it's just too much for us to take in at once so but like at it's like one of those ironic things that as you like improve and your mental health gets better and you get a better handle on things and learn like coping mechanisms that work for you and things like that your brain will like spit out like more traumatic memories that always then kind of upend like the progress you feel like you're making or can like throw you for a loop um because they're traumatic memories that you now have fully back in your mind that you can see and usually when they're new they like are intrusive or they'll just like show up um without you like really like without you really feeling like you have like control over how often they pop up in your mind and they can be really overwhelming um so it's just one of those weird things that like the more you go to treatment the better you feel the more um memories you will get back and it's not like something you can really force I guess that's like one thing I want to make uh clear because that was something that I really really like really (laughs) struggled with in the first like year ish after I went to at when I started therapy the first like two years in 2018 and 2019 um it was hard for me that I like could not remember um past like certain moments I was it was just so frustrating and like maddening for me to know that the memories were in my brain but that my brain wouldn't show them to me and my mom who was the only person around that I could ask really was wouldn't even admit that any of this even happened so I would ask her questions and she would just say she doesn't remember anything, which was, like, less than, like, even saying no. (laughs) It was just, like, a horrible, like, cycle that I kept getting in, and I kept trying all these different, like, meditation things that I would see on YouTube for free to, like, bring memories back, and all these things, um, because it was just, it's so hard when you're in that, especially when you're in that beginning phase, like, um, the insomnia I had during those years was really, really bad. 
So I was like always waking up in the middle of the night every night and sometimes wouldn't be able to fall back asleep after I woke up and I would wake up like so scared and like shaking and honestly terrified um, and wouldn't know why and would have no idea why I would never remember any of the dreams I was having besides knowing that they were really bad um, and it, and so it was like I couldn't even sleep I was always like scared and panicking having panic attacks almost like daily and I didn't even know why that was happening and I couldn't even remember what it was that was scaring me so much it was like so it was so frustrating but so I wanted to say like you can't like bring them back by force you kind of have to find it as much as this sucks to say you have to find a treatment program or a therapist that you um either just if it's a treatment program you just like dive right into it like I did with the one that I went to or if you like find a therapist that you learn to like trust then um as you make progress those things will happen in an organic way and like the treatment program I did that helped like a lot of memories kind of like come together was uh did prolonged exposure therapy which is very intense like what that it was very it was very intense and like the reason why they had to do it that way of course is because the program was only a certain amount of time like the thing that I did was like at longest was like 12 weeks usually and that's the amount of time that I was there like I went I was there for three months down to the day and um and so and so they like they have you do certain things like they have you say out loud acting like the memory that you have so far is happening to you in the moment and have you try to tell the story and they ask you questions to help you like kind of solidify the memories because one of the things I feel like I should mention when it comes to trauma memories is that they like never usually come back in order like a lot of times you'll like you'll get like flashes of like little parts of the same thing or like things that happened around the same time and you won't know how they like really fall into order or anything they're always like just kind of these little tiny couple of second moments all mishmashed together and then um and so when I did the prolonged exposure therapy it was really helpful because just the idea of it like telling it in a cohesive order really helped like put all the things that I had that did come back to me in those like first two years before I got to that place in 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 like order and make it like a cohesive memory and it also helped me work through it enough where I don't have like intrusive thoughts from of that memory I used to I used to, it used to, like, pop up in my mind every, anytime I ever heard somebody mention anything at all about sex, even if it was just, like, a joke, that memory would, like, pop up in my head, if you can imagine what it was, and, which was, you know, really, really hard, which is why I, like, avoid, I've had so many different things blocked on social media in 2019 because of that, and so, when I went to that treatment program and worked through it enough, it doesn't do that anymore, 
unless it's like a really severe like trigger where someone says something super gigantically triggering and there's no way for me to have known that they were going to say something like that then that happens but that's not common that doesn't happen very often anymore otherwise it doesn't come up unless I'm trying to remember it on purpose for whatever reason um but yeah so that's one thing it's like you can't force it there are like programs you can go to or therapists you can go to in order to try to facilitate that from happening but as crazy as it makes you feel that you can't remember your own life you just kind of have to know that it will come back eventually and so the other part about this I wanted to talk about was like some of the signs that I recognize now of like when things are coming back um it's really hard for me to say whether this is true for anyone else except for me so like I feel I I almost feel like bad saying this because if you listen to this like this may not be how yours comes back yours may be a completely different way but it's kind of like these tiny little clues that you pick up over time helps you realize what's happening um because in like 2018 the end of 2018 and especially in 2019 was when a bunch of memories um came back for me and it wasn't until like this week which was you know it's been two years since then that um I've had any comeback since then like I had a bunch of them I had a bunch of memories come back in 2019 especially and then none for like over two years and part I know that the reason why it's coming back now is because the therapist I've been seeing since February I get we I get along with her really well we've been making a lot of progress and so it's been I've been like almost like expecting this for the last few months because there's been little signs and so it finally like happened but um yeah so okay so now that this finally happened again I can I know for sure like what the little clues are that I can um that I can tell that like my brain is about to like uh give me something new so one of the things that's a easy indicator is like disrupted sleep and it's it doesn't even have to be like um like horrible insomnia like I don't have um the horrific insomnia like I used to anymore like I always sleep through the night but there has been times in the last few months that I've like woken up at like like a couple hours before I have to get up like I usually my alarm is set for like seven there's been a couple times where I'll like look at my phone it will be like five or five thirty in the morning and I'll be like why am I awake right now? <laughs> um, and I'll usually like pet whatever cat is sleeping next to me in my bed and then just go back to sleep. But, um, but that's like a, a indicator that's like disrupted enough sleep for me. Or there's been times where I've had like, I've like woken up and I felt like I've been doing like had like a crazy dream. Um, and I won't really remember what the dream is about after I wake up but I know that it was like something or I have like a feeling that somebody in my family was in it but I can't remember what any of it was about like what was actually happening in it but I'll just know that 
and that's like a big clue for me um and then um like dissociation will happen too like I dissociate a lot on a like a regular basis but this one is has been something that I've been able to recognize only in the last couple months but like sometimes when I like am watching or not watching but when I'm like well I did dissociate a lot when I watched Encanto so that happened but it's usually when I'm reading like fan fiction and there's like a character in it that's gone through something similar that I have which is why I'm reading the story about them and um sometimes I'll like just be I'll be like dissociating when I'm reading it like I'll be reading it but I won't really remember anything that I'm reading and I realize this because whatever is happening in the story is like triggering something in me where my body doesn't feel safe so I like have to put myself back in my body so I can finish the story but usually like um I'll feel that like almost like affecting my mood like and things like that and I'll be like okay well that's something and one big indicator that I figured out for sure this time is this is gonna sound weird but I like wake when I wake up in the morning when I first like wake up I'll think that like something from one of my dreams is like um is like in front of me like that sounds like I'm crazy but I'm not I swear let me explain it like the whole thing with like trauma memories and dreaming is just weird in in and of itself but so like back in 2019 there was one time there's a couple times but for sure at least one time that I can remember that I was having like a nightmare and I like woke up and um and like when I like never slept then and was always having like nightmares and stuff and was waking up in like a panic attack basically my cat Jordan used to always be like meowing at me and be like right next to my head when I would wake up like he could probably see me like moving around and tell that I was like having a nightmare and would try to bring me out of it and and then would be like right there and I could like sit there and pet him when I when I first woke up and I was freaking out and um actually he would sit on top of me a lot when I was having like panic attacks to help ground me um and anyway so there was one of those times when I woke up and Jordan was like right next to my head and I felt like there was like and when I first woke up I was like afraid to look up because I felt like my dad was standing like above me like hovering over me and I was like he's been dead for years you know that he's not actually there but I had this but it was like whatever image I was remembering in my dream I like almost transitioned it into what I thought would be there in my reality um even though I knew that wasn't right it was only there for like a couple seconds it was it was like my cat's like tail like hit my head and I thought that that was him like putting his hand on my head and then I like kind of like flinched like we do and then looked up and and was like no that's just that's just my room that's not my dad that's my like nightstand what am I thinking um and then like a couple weeks later I got like a really horrible like um memory back 
And so this time, a couple weeks ago, I was like, I woke up in the morning and I like rolled over and usually in the morning when I wake up, I like look for where my cats are. And so I did that and was like looking for to see where they were because they weren't on my bed. And I like looked across the room where my like little where my love seat is that comes with my apartment. And um, I for some reason, I thought that like the arm, you know, where you like set your arm of the love seat was my dad, like sitting in a chair. And I was like. And I remember, like, looking at that and being like, what the fuck? Like, it was only for, like, a split second, but it was long enough for me to, like, realize it. And I was like, oh. And I, like, remember doing that in 2019, so I knew that, like, likely something was going to come back. Because I, that was the only other time that things like that, like, from a dream seemed like, Like, I almost brought, like, the last image that I saw in my dream to the first couple seconds of, like, me being awake. And so, for me, like, the dreams thing, like, having, like, a bunch of nights where I, like, woke up feeling like a bunch of stuff happened in a dream, but I couldn't remember it, is a big sign. I feel like a lot of us have, like, things start coming back in a dream form first but I don't know if this is true for everyone but I can usually never remember my dreams unless they're like super weird um I know that's a common PTSD symptom so don't feel bad if you don't remember any of your dreams it's kind of like almost like your body kind of going through like a test run of how you would react if you were like aware of what those memories are when you were when you're awake and able to think about them um so yeah those are like the things that I've noticed because like that thing where I I thought I saw my dad sitting across from me and which was actually my couch which looks nothing like him um but that's just kind of like the weird things that your brain does was I don't remember how long ago that was I think like a month ago and then um this week was when, like, the memory just, like, popped out, and, like, every time, for me, every time they come back is, like, different, like, in 2019, when they came back, I would, it was literally just, like, in the middle of the day, I would just be, like, sitting there at work, always, it was always at work for whatever reason, and all of a sudden, I would just see, like, a flash of something, and I would be, like, wait, what the fuck was that, and, um, and kept getting, like, little flashes like that for, like, a couple months, um, every couple months or so until, like, I was able to put them all together into, like, one cohesive thing. This time, like, those times were all when I was, like, awake, and it was always, like, when I was in the middle of doing something, all of a sudden it would just, like, pop up. This time was different, um, I was, it was, like, right after I, woke up like um like I said before with about like remembering dreams so usually what happens for me when I when I dream is that like those first couple seconds when I first wake up my head will have like whatever the dream was about in it and I'll like be aware that I'll be remembering whatever I was dreaming about 
and then something will happen and then I'll become like aware like much more aware and like fully awake and aware that I'm now awake and everything and as soon as I do that like the dream is just like gone and I'll like try to remember what happened in it and it'll just not be there anymore and I'll be like okay well okay bye bye (laughs) um and so on Tuesday morning I like woke up at like normal I usually like my alarm is set for seven but I'm that person that like always wakes up like a half hour or something usually before my alarm goes off like I usually I like to I guess this is a thing I can explain about how I sleep is that I like to wake up before I need to get out of bed I absolutely fucking hate it like like hate like waking up and as soon as I wake up my alarm goes off meaning that I have to like get out of bed and start doing things like I I always set my alarm way earlier than I need to before I actually have to start doing stuff like um I start work at eight but I work from home literally all I have to do before I start work is I like get up and like go to the bathroom brush my teeth get like my work computer but I don't have to, like, all I have to do is, like, open it up at, like, 7.58 and be ready to, like, log in on time at 8 a.m. But I set my alarm for 7 so that I have, like, that whole hour to kind of, like, lay in bed and um, just kind of, like, slowly, like, integrate almost in being awake and, and um, getting ready for the day instead of, like, setting it when I could, like, at 7.40 or something and having to immediately get up and get ready I just like having that extra time so a lot of times when I like first wake up I'll just like be laying there kind of awake but kind of asleep and so I was doing that on Tuesday morning and when I was laying there I could I had like images from whatever dream I had had and then um but I was like able to remember them and like the things that I was seeing um and then I was remembering what it like, and I was looking at, I was, like, remembering it, and then I became, like, awake enough where I was, like, oh, like, it was almost like I was, like, whoa, like, wait, what is that? That's not something that I usually, that's not something that I've seen before, and, or, like, remembered before, I guess is the better word for it, and I was able to, like, hold on to it this time not not like for like not be able to like recall it or forget it almost as I was awake and it was that memory coming back and I was just like laying there at like 6 30 in the morning like oh my god what did I just remember um and uh I've done enough work with like therapy and everything that at least this time remembering it wasn't like I'm not going to pretend like it didn't throw off like my entire week like this week has seemed so long since that happened on Tuesday um and it's been like hard certain things have been hard like I haven't taken a shower since that happened I I have a hard harder time focusing on things like I know I'm just associating more than normal like um the part-time job that I'm doing she wanted me to read an article and then like make up 
tweets about it for like a new assignment and I put that off for a couple days because I just I couldn't focus enough to like even entertain the idea of reading um an entire article and like picking out the parts that I liked the most to make a serious tweet I just knew I my like focus was absolutely not there like I'm so thankful that I'm really glad that my sister got me like a Nintendo mini switch thing for Christmas more than even normal right now because it's like a really nice escape to be able to just like play those games after work and not really think about that like the memories that I got back or anything really associated with it to just get a break from social media and um and thinking about that like your your brain needs like a break like the other thing I've been doing this week is that I have a one of the things that always is harder when I'm like struggling is like just doing the things that you have to do in order to like make food like all of the food that I have at home is like stuff that is easy to make in like an air fryer or like the toaster oven or is microwavable or something but even when things are like really bad or like challenging like this I can't even do that so like the last like three days I've like order out food every day which I usually don't do um I am thankful that I can do that because I have extra money um because last month we got just how like the month of December was set up I got paid three times that month and I got and the friend that I'm working for part-time gave me like a little Christmas bonus and my work gave me a Christmas bonus so I'm able to do that this without like worrying about money as much as I normally would um which I'm really glad about because uh it would be very challenging for me to like feed myself right now if I didn't have that extra money to just like be able to get food delivered to me already made where I don't have to do anything besides just eat it um and yeah like that's very normal to happen after you you remember one of these things like if you remember something yeah you're gonna be like thrown for a loop for a while after that and the thing that I said to my therapist yesterday is that the thing that's really hard about these sort of memories when it comes to like the at least for me when it comes to like the kind of abuse that I went through like a lot of the memories that I get back so far has been like the sexual abuse because a lot of that stuff I you know I couldn't fully remember for a long time because it was just too much for me and um the, the thing that's like I don't know how to describe this it's just weird is that like having like a traumatic super traumatic past like that means that almost like everything about your life is kind of like you have to put like an asterisk next to like the story of your life like I started listening to this podcast that I really like called like I am real Two, I believe um like 200 is spelled out and it's a podcast done by someone who is just telling their story like every episode is them just chronologically going through the story of like the abuse they experienced as a kid in their life there's no sexual abuse with that it's physical abuse but it's still a lot of actually no wait there is a little bit of sexual abuse I lied I'm sorry but she does have like um warnings about when that stuff is brought up 
so that if you wanted to listen, I would recommend it, honestly, because the host does a good job. Every episode isn't very long, like, they're only usually, like, 10-15 minutes, because, you know, it's, like, little parts of her life, and just the story of her life, and listening to that makes me wish that I could, like, makes me want to do something like that, but, like, this memory back this week is like reminding me of why I haven't done that because the whole like thing is that like whenever a memory like this comes back it like completely like shifts my life and like how I look at myself and my life and like everyone else around me because I now have like new information about what really happened to me um like just to try to explain that to make it easier for people to understand what I mean like when I first started this whole thing, um, the memories that I had, like, always since I was little, was, um, me telling my mom about the abuse, and, or me telling my mom, let's start with that, and the only memory that I had was my dad basically, like, explaining his anatomical body parts, if you get the idea, to me, and, like, having that body part out. And so it wasn't anything overtly sexual, but it was enough for me as I got older to be like, what the fuck is that? And then me telling my mom about like what I, what about like that first memory and trying, and I like told her to try to tell her to get like her to stop it from happening. So like my brain refused to let me forget that I told my mom about this when I was younger. So she without that memory there, it would have been very easy for her to convince me that she didn't know. Um, at least for a while, I would have, I would have believed that for a while until I got far enough along to realize that that's ridiculous and that's not possible, but, um, it would be, it would have been a lot harder for me to completely, like, believe that she knew if I didn't have that memory, but I did. And then something that showed that there was not, like, the sexual, like, abuse, but enough to know that that um, must have happened, but I didn't know, like, how far it happened, or how far it went, or anything like that, so I was always, like, wondering, like, how far it went, if it went as far as I thought, or not, or if it went to, like, full-on, like, sexual acts, or what, and then in 2019, the memories, a lot of the memories that I got back were that the sexual stuff happening, that, like, took away, like, okay, no, this definitely happened, like, my dad definitely did this to me, and so that's what I mean by, like, it's always a complete, like, life shift, like, this time it was that, I'm not going to be specific, but it was that, um, I thought that the way that I described, like, the abuse I went through was always that it stopped at a certain age, and now I know that's not true, and it, so now I find myself remembering myself when I was in high school and how I was and the way that I acted makes more sense to me now and the way that I felt about my parents and even my sister makes way more sense to me and how like I literally basically did anything in order to get out of the house and get a, not be around and just all these things about how I acted and how and like in high school I like had a really hard time sleeping already like I already had I've had a hard time sleeping for a really long time um 
but I when I would wake up in the morning in high school I would be like so tired like beyond exhausted way more tired than like a 16 17 18 year old should be feeling at that age and um it was because of this stuff that I now remember happening that's why I felt like that and like it's one of those weird things that when you get those memories back you have to like you're almost like mourning the like part of yourself that like didn't real that like that part of that all the years that you spent thinking that not realizing that this was true um and having and then like feeling horrible for like your past self for going through whatever it was without you really being aware of it as an adult and um yeah it's just like a hard but it's also something for me every single time something like that has shown up it always like makes sense when I think about the things that I do remember from that time and the way that I acted and the way that I interacted with like my family and other people around me all of that makes more sense when I remember these things I do this because it just helps me because I feel like all of us go through this thing when one of those memories come back comes back we automatically like don't want it to be true because it's always something horrible we don't want like these things to have happened to us so like you know I got that memory back on Tuesday and like on Wednesday yesterday morning I woke up and immediately tried to like come up with anything to like explain it away to rationalize it to make it not be true and I was like no stop stop doing that stop doing that to yourself stop gaslighting yourself you know that it's true trust what you saw like there's no other reason why you would ever see something like that if it wasn't true you know that it's true like you but the way that I stop like um I've mentioned this before, but the very first therapist that I saw when I first went back in 2018 um, was not, said she was trauma, like knew about trauma, but actually didn't. And I didn't realize what being trauma informed really meant then. So, and I didn't know like what a therapist should really be doing when you see them because I hadn't seen one since I was like a child. And I don't remember anything about when I saw a therapist as a kid so I don't even know like what the expectations really were and that therapist is the one that I stopped seeing after like 10 months when she told me that she thought that I was making up the abuse that I went through um yes I reported her and she did get in trouble for that um if any therapist ever says anything like that to you or anything else really damaging that makes you feel really upset definitely look up what their title is and then the licensing board for that in the state that you live in and report them if for no other reason like you know it would have been great if she like couldn't practice anymore after saying something like that to me but it makes me feel good that she had to take and has to pay for a bunch of extra classes and had to pay for like you know the the people who had to investigate her she had to pay for that entire process and it mainly feels good that if somebody else ever reports her in the future, which seems likely considering that she did that, um, that, like, they'll, that they'll be, there'll be more serious consequences for her for however she hurt somebody else because I went through the process of already reporting her. So if I hadn't done that, then it would be a lesser charge, but since she already has something from me on her record, 
if it would happen again, something like that would happen again with somebody else, then it would be more serious, which is the goal for somebody like that. Like, there's not a lot you can do to, like, stop someone from practicing, but you can, I can at least make sure to do that. But anyway, because of that horrible story, I tend to question myself a lot about my own abuse, like, abuse memories, and I do that already because I spent, I, like, gaslight myself, I swear to God, more than anyone else, um, you know, me, like, trying to figure out a way, though, for those memories to not be real is the definition of gaslighting yourself, and, like, my mom gaslit me a lot, and still, at least every time I've ever talked to her about this stuff, which, granted, I haven't in a long, in a while at this point, um, for a reason, because she, every time she does, she just says that she doesn't remember anything, which is super gaslighty, so those two things, like, sandwiched together, on top of seeing my very first therapist legit telling me to my face that she thought that I was making it up, means that I always have these moments every once in a while where I, like, get scared that I'm, like, somehow made it this all up, and blah, 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 I think is why I'm so like passionate and like trying to tell people that no you're not making shit up don't let yourself like get scared by other people saying stuff like that because that's not actually true and it's not I am I've been gaslit by a lot of people including uh, one of my therapists but I'm saying this because me looking at like what the memory is and remembering how I the things that I already remembered from that time and how I felt, and how I acted, and how I acted around, like, my parents and my sister, how I acted around, like, my friends, how I felt, how I slept, how tired I was in the morning, um, the fact that, like, when my best friend would drive me to school every morning, I would, I could not speak for, like, the first, like, 25 minutes, like, the entire car ride to school, we would, like, walk and go to our locker rooms, our, our lockers together and then go into like the lunchroom where we would sit and wait for the rest of our friends and it wasn't until we like basically sat down in the in like the um big cafeteria room at our table that we sat in the same place in every time like it is in high school and waited for the rest of our friends to show up that I really started talking and it wasn't like I was like I could and I was just holding it back to be a jerk I literally could not, could not, I just could not talk. Like, I used to have that feeling when I would, um, when, like, the insomnia was really bad in 2019, I would sometimes wake up and just couldn't talk, would feel like I was going to, like, vomit everywhere if I opened my mouth, and I knew, like, that stuff was, like, really bad memories, but I just couldn't remember what they were at the time, um, and it makes sense now why I felt like that in high school and so like but I guess I'm saying this in case you you also gaslight yourself like I do a lot that kind of looking at the things that you do remember about that time in your life can really help you like almost revalidate yourself and being like no like this definitely happened this is right you're and just the idea and knowing your brain doesn't come up with like weird things like that out of nowhere like the thing, like, it's not a dream, it's the, it's hard to describe this, but there's a difference for how they feel of when they're, like, when it's just, like, a weird dream, 
versus when it's a memory. Like, there's just a different, it feels different. It feels more like a big moment. I don't know how else to call it, but, like, the first few times I would have that happen, I would almost get, like, chills, like, goosebumps. Um, It's, like, it's just, when you see it in your mind, you just know that it, it feels, like, very important. And you just know that it's, like, that it's, this is not, like, a weird dream or something I've, like, made up. This is real. This is a memory. This is something significant. Like, you can just feel, like, almost the gravity of what this thing means. And, um, yeah, and it's just, that's, and I don't know how else to describe that feeling other than that. It just feels different than what, like, seeing something in a weird dream would feel like, um, so, yeah, like, that's been, like, what I've had happen the last few months to lead up to this coming back, like, I'm honestly handling this memory better than I've handled every other one, although it has been, like, two years since it happened, um, since I had any new ones, it makes me wonder, because in 2019, I had a lot of like, little things like that come back for, like, six months or so of the year before I, like, went to Rogers and could put them all in order. So, um, I'm wondering now if, like, there's going to be a bunch more over the next few months that's all going to just kind of happen. It's, like, a weird, like I, I said before, it feels like a backhanded compliment because I know that, like, I made a lot of progress with my therapist. She's helped me handle things and given me really good coping mechanisms to use. She's helped me be way more aware of when I'm, like, dissociating and stuff. Um, she's helped me work through a lot of stuff that I had, like, still some, like, people-pleasing tendencies that were still there. It's not, it's obviously not just her, like, the people that I follow on social media actually do help a lot as well. Um, but, like, it's just a weird compliment almost that, like, my, body and my brain feels that I'm ready now to take in these new memories, whatever they happen to be, and I can handle them better when before I was absolutely, I couldn't have handled, like, just the one that I got this week, I could not have handled that, um, a couple years ago, no way, absolutely not, the stuff that I already knew was bad enough, knowing that it happened, a lot longer than I originally thought would have been way too much for me at that time. It was already bad enough with what I knew. Um, but now I, I feel ready enough, I guess, to know how long it really lasted. Um, but yeah, the only thing I can say is like pay attention to those weird little things that you do. If you notice that it's happening in like a weird pattern or or th- like do you're like seeing like you like I said like seeing something when you first wake up that is from like your dream but knowing that it's you're not thinking that it's real you're not thinking that it's happening in your reality but you're just like almost like seeing what you were seeing when you were asleep when you're awake for a second before it goes away or whatever that happens to be for you just like try to figure out what your patterns are when things like that start happening and and also the number one thing I want to end with talking about this is is to give yourself like self-care as much as you can like me letting myself order out food this week is a big thing of self-care 
not like taking a shower yet since that happened is it sounds weird but like whenever those memories come back like getting naked is not something that I want to do so um that's a form of self-care like food is a big form of self-care for me in general so like ordering out food that I know is not like healthy or whatever for me or good for me but I am letting myself eat it because it's what I want and what makes me happy right now and that it's comforting for me like whatever that happens to be let yourself do it if it's like listening to a music artist if it's watching like your favorite movie if it's watching like a episode of a tv show reading like fan fiction like I've been reading like fan fiction stories that I have that are like lighter like not like the serious ones but the ones that just make me feel nice um on purpose I've been like playing like my switch a lot like so that I just can get lost in Mario Kart for a few hours a day and not think about the rest of what's going on like whatever those things happen to be for you let yourself do those things because you need them like you can't just like remember something like that that changes how you see yourself and you realize like what you already already went through in the past without it affecting you you need to kind of like let yourself go through whatever you need to do in order to you know make it to the next day while dealing with like your new reality of what that memory really means and if you try to like bottle it up and not think about it and just try to avoid it it's going to keep popping up in your mind and it's going to make things worse even if that means that you like call into work sick that day and just like take the day off and don't do anything and just lay in bed like I said listening to music or something like that to deal with it that's what you need to do like letting yourself like go through almost like the mourning process will make all the rest of dealing with it later on with a uh, like a therapist and with somebody who's there to help you with it way easier to deal with all right I hope this was helpful for people I'll make a new episode in a few days